Andy, as we come in for our second podcast of the week, I'm not sure what's uh, worse that we can't figure out the sounds to introduce and, and bring into this podcast, or the Republicans still can't figure out who their uh, House uh, leader is going to be. Uh, seems like quite a uh, a show down there. I, I seem to recall we had a similar type of thing. I don't know, maybe January, February last year. I I, I think that went fifteen times. We're only at what two or three this time. Yeah, it's uh, it, you know, I, I was looking at this, Dave, and and you know. I, Again, I, I appreciate the frustration of it, but I also still celebrate it in, I know. in what we're seeing. You know? You're a so, sick person. Uh, what's that? You're a sick man. But... <laughs> we can get into that a little later if you want, but 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 it's uh, it, it, it's both comedic and I think, you know, a testament to democracy. So I'm, I'm, I'm good with it on both fronts. Well, I do. Lo- I, I mean, I can appreciate that that there are a group of people who are standing on some ground. And again, the last time I didn't particularly care for the ground that the people who voted out the former speaker, not that I like the former speaker. Um, And then this time I do actually tend to side with the group that is standing against uh, the current nominee. It just is, is just high comedy. And you factor in all the other political um, things that are going on right now, court trials, all this other stuff. It, it does make for quite uh, an exciting year. Andy, I'm excited. I mean, this next 2024 election is going to be a fabulous, right? I mean, so. be great. yeah, it's going to be absolutely great. We, we, we can talk about that some more too. I think there's something I want to share there kind of building off of one of our pods from last week. But Dave, I also want to go somewhere else. Can I kind of make a quick reference for a last hey, pod that I missed it? This is our pod, Andy. You can go wherever you want. <laughs> so I want to mention you were talking about, we were talking about shows and, uh, you know, some of the, and uh, there's a show that I missed naming as we're talking about some of our favorite 80s sitcoms and it's one that should have been like right on and i'll explain why so do you remember the show alice oh yes alice with with flow and kiss my grits right yeah of course of course so alice you know one of the main characters that show was the the cook right the the mel yes who grows mel's diamond what's that it was mel's diner right mel's diner that's right and and vic tayback played mel Right for the I think nine years or so that show was on, and it was still playing when I got to the U.S. I could still see you know new episodes of Alice when I when I for, when I first came here, and and watching Vic Tayback on TV was like watching my dad <laughs> sucked into a television and playing the role of Mel because the way he would carry on and yell and even the way he looked physically, like like that was my my dad. So I had this weird experience watching that show i enjoyed it i enjoyed it jay leno was on that show for those of yeah. all jay leno was out there riding his motorcycle and um there's a fun show to watch and watching vic tayback who who was a syrian origin so shared some uh you know jabor family-like bloodlines there um was just a character and and it was it was eerily uh you know similar to my father you know watching papa jabor out there yelling at, at, at the family or yelling at alice it was kind of the same thing so <laughs> i should have remembered that we were talking last week but i wanted to mention that as uh as i felt felt like i missed uh mentioning it. another one of those classic 80s tv shows one that was far better than alf 
Dave. Oh, come on. <laughs> I don't know how you can make it there. Kiss migrants. Um, it's a good time. I, I always got Mel confused with um, Telly Savalas, you know, so the the, the great Telly Savalas. For some reason, again, I was young there. I was just wasn't really sure of all the pop culture stuff then. But but I mean, Telly was a great one. But I think it's interesting you bring that up about remembering your dad. When I think about some things, and again, not that this person remember my dad but you know Seinfeld and George Costanza and his oh, yeah. dad yeah. I mean how many people reflected on uh on on you know Mr. Costanza I think it was just amazing some of these shows do they they carry that that for you and and can you relate to them so many different ways oh, yeah. uh, that's really cool I, I Papa Jabor was a great guy uh love love papa jabor so uh, thanks for calling that out andy yeah and and seinfeld we can give seinfeld just you i mean it's it's a hard show to watch these days and then it used to be it was it was a great show i mean seinfeld one of the best comedies ever just a hilarious show great cast well it's amazing about the thing about seinfeld is you go back and watch it and it is a little challenging but like no cell phones no uh, no like mobile smartphones and things like that and yet the show about nothing, much like our podcast, the show about nothing is, is, um, was, you know, just touched so many people because you, you, it's so relatable, I think is, is more than anything else. Uh, yeah. just people live in their lives and you, in experiences as I think Larry David had a lot to do with that, obviously. And, and his shows were really good. So very cool. Yeah. Good, good rap in there, Andy. So, um hey so let's let's go so we got um this weekend coming up uh just quick sports check-in andy how are you feeling about the lions going in anything on the injury reports that you're you're concerned about temperature wise how are you feeling going into a hostile raven stadium with the with the lions yeah so i'll, I'll tell you i'm, I'm it's, a, it's a big game you know injuries i think i think the lions have really handled themselves well through important injuries i mean serious players i mean taylor decker was out taylor's just an anchor for the team, you know, we've lost Monty was out. Jameer Gibbs was out. We lost CJ uh, before the season started. So, I mean, the Lions have showed a perseverance and, and depth that I think is really awesome. So I think, I think they're in good shape going into the game. I think, I think they look good. And I think this is probably the most consequential game they've played because you, know, when you, when you go into Kansas city and people aren't expecting you to win, right. You get that win when you, when you're five and one and sitting atop the NFL and you've got, you've got, power rankings that have you going from you know fifth to, to first in some polls oh, now you've got expectations right now you've got <laughs> expectations so you roll into baltimore and if you if you win it's like well you're supposed to win and so you kind of have to but if, if you lose if you lose bad you know then people start to look and say oh you know maybe not so it's an important game i think it's probably one of the most important games lives have played in a long time and i think they should be able to get the win but man lamar's a great football player and uh, while I have no love for their head coach, Harbaugh, I think I think he's uh, not a great coach. I, I think this could be a good game. So I'm looking forward to it. Dave, you know, I've, I'm so focused on football season when, when football's on that I don't really even acknowledge other sports. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge NFL fan. You know, it really does. But, yeah, there, there's a lot of other great sports still going on. And, and one thing I really enjoy, I haven't really had a chance to talk to, maybe we'll talk a little bit more, is I, I enjoy the Premier League. I don't know if you're a soccer fan at all, but – um, I really enjoy Premier League soccer, and it is Premier League time. It's the whole year is practically Premier League time, so it's fun to watch there. And I don't know if you, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a Chelsea fan, a Blues fan, and uh, they're not doing great, but you know, it's it's still fun to watch that as well. But I'll stop there because I see you're decked out in Orioles garb, and so what's going on in your world of sports? 
Yeah, I'll be honest. I, I am not a Premier League person. I, I know it's been it's a trendy thing for some people, you know, they want to get in. And I know the MLS is getting a lot bigger uh, in the United States, too, especially with some of the people who come over near the later ends of their career and stuff. I just haven't gotten into soccer. I, I don't have any visceral reaction to soccer like I probably did in my youth, where it was baseball versus soccer. But it, I'll be honest, I it just hasn't ever you know, caught for me. There's a, there is a team here in Charlotte. I, um, uh, am an MLS team that is really popular, uh, mostly because the Panthers stink and the, the, uh, Charlotte Hornets are not <laughs> that great either, but they do, they do love their, their soccer, their, their, um, I think it's FC Charlotte or something, but, um, you know, for me, it's been, I, I enjoy just being able to flip. I, what I don't, I love baseball just because I know it's it's there, right? There, you know, there's that feel the dreams uh, quote about baseball's always there, and and people always come to baseball because it's pure, you know, yada yada yada. There's a lot to it, but um, I just love baseball because I know it's always there. It's comfort food for me, and so like especially in the in the in the fall. Um, I love turning on the playoff games and watching those. And even though I may not have much of a rooting interest, the, I think that just energy in playoff sports is just unmatched in so many yeah. different ways that I really enjoy. And, I, and I'll be honest, I really enjoy watching this Phillies team because they, they're just a bunch of like scrappers. And I mean, obviously Bryce Harper's great and and they have a great lineup up and down and, and, and such, but, but they, 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 they just come across and, They've fit the the part of their their city, and I, I I do enjoy watching that. But for football wise, Andy, I'm I, you know the Cowboys, I'll watch them, but I'm not I'm not going to go as far as I used to go. I am interested this weekend, obviously, with Penn State, Ohio State. Yeah, Penn State has always been the last several years has had a really good, but they just can't get over Ohio State and Michigan, or they get over one but not the other, and they drop. This is a huge game for them in terms of whether they they have that lasting impact and can actually make a real playoff run. So if they can, I don't think Ohio State's a particularly great team. I don't think their coach is particularly great at all. Um, but they do have a lot of talent, and sometimes for college football, just talent, straight talent wins out. And um, Penn State's good, but I'm just not sure how how, how good. So we'll see. But oh, that's it's one of those programs. It's always just solid. I know mean, I mentioned Taylor Decker. He came out of that program and like Alabama, they just churn out pro right. players. So it's, it's, it's a good school. And yeah, I mean, Dave, you mentioned Philly, you know, I lived in Philly for uh, for the year between my two pleasurable experiences in the army. It, it's a great city for sports. I mean, I've been there to watch, you know, I've got to watch baseball, soccer, football, hockey there. It's, it's a great sports town and it's just a fun, fun place to be. If, uh, have, you, have you spent time in Philly? So my my grandparents on my dad's side lived in a had a farm in Reading, which is about I don't know, an hour and a half away from from Philly. So they adopted the Phillies as their you know their sports teams to watch. So I always was around, them, but I've never actually really. I mean, other than visiting, I've never really been in the city. I would say. Yeah. Now, if anybody, I mean, besides the historical part, which is beautiful. I mean, seeing the Liberty Bell is awesome. Great, great city to be in. A lot going on. And then Chickies and Pete's is like a Philly, you know, it's, it's a known place to dine while you're in, in Philly. And man, those those crab fries and just the whole atmosphere of the place, it's it's very, very Philly feeling. So it's it's, it's a good time. So as we ramble on on this Seinfeld-esque podcast about nothing, <laughs> there's there's a lot going on in that beautiful city. So it's a great, a great American city. And 
an, an incredible history of you know part of our country. So anyway, Dave, we are we are halfway through our podcast and and back to that Seinfeld reference. I'm not sure we've discussed anything yet. So let, let me stop talking. It's all yours. Well, that's that's always good. So we'll we'll check in, Andy, next week on our sports teams and see how we did as you drink from your Lions mug. But um, let, yeah, let's go, Andy. I want to bring in the top of mind topic, and this is something that's been interesting. So I, I'm going to ask you to go with me here, Andy. Right. Just just think about it. So I'm in the store last weekend, and and my daughter and I are going to pick up some things from. Uh, a you know retail store and and a very big retail store so we'll go in there and look around and and we're trying to find a couple like odds and ends for Halloween so that we can touch up the house just a, a little bit more you know than we had and and so um we go in there and Andy lo and behold it's it's only October 10th or or 14th or whatever it's early October right we're early not October. at the end of the month early October there's hardly a halloween item to be found and if there is it's it's where there's a lot you you saw where the halloween decorations used <laughs> to be but it's only like the skipped over stuff and i'm sitting there going well that's a little weird so we keep we're a little disappointed but we still had some other errands we were going to get so we had to get, pick up some other errands. i go around the corner andy and what do i see rows and rows of christmas <laughs> rows and rows of christmas andy that's and look I, I love Christmas. It, it's a wonderful time. It's one of my favorite parts of the year. In fact, it is probably my favorite part of the year because I love that day after Thanksgiving to start breaking out all the Christmas stuff, the music, start watching the shows. We'll get into that at another time. But Andy, we have gone from it's not even Halloween yet to past Halloween and into, into Christmas, which is still two two months away. Andy, why are we so eager to get through things to the next thing and oh by the way what's in the middle andy thanksgiving's thanksgiving's there i mean this is a great holiday so i mean and we're just skipping over thanksgiving we don't have thanksgiving decorations out we don't have anything that's celebrating thanksgiving andy there's not even really a top five movie out there celebrating thanksgiving thanksgiving is ignored in it and more and more it's more about other things than being thankful Okay, so just again, Andy, I'm asking you to go with me here. So as we go from Halloween, a scary, spooky stuff, to Christmas, where we talk about presents and giving and all, in the middle of the part about being thankful, we're ignoring. So is this a sign that we are so focused on spooky, scary, fearful things and about receiving and, and giving that we forget to be thankful. Is that a sign? Is, is that something to think about as like, like our country? Are we going downhill because we're not thankful enough? Well, I mean, there's there's so many places that you've gone there. First, this is a great <laughs> old get off my lawn rant that you're on right now. So I commend you for embracing your old man vibe on this. But so one, you know, I'll, t I'll take some soft positions here. One, Halloween, never been a big fan, couldn't care less if it comes and goes. And it's just a lot of work for a whole lot of nothing. I, I can't get into the Halloween spirit at all. Ne never really have, never really will. So I don't care if it's a blip on the screen and goes away. Personal, personal bias. Yes, on Thanksgiving, there's a whole lot to dig into there. The great American holiday. We, we do gloss over, you know, being thankful. That's a whole probably long discussion. And three, Christmas, I mean, Christmas sells, man. You know, you got to lean into it, embrace the commercialism, right? Buy your Christmas decor three months out, just like 
Uh, you know, Dave, you know, in, in our work world, we talk about winter weather preparedness or quarter out. Hey, you got to lean into Christmas too, man. You got to get your decor before, you know, everything good is gone and you got to get your lights out, update your, your decorations. It, you know, you, you got to prepare for this mentally and physically prepare for the Christmas season. So, you know, I, I understand the frustration, but I, I'm overall okay with it because, you know, spiders and, and messy spider webs and ghouls and goblins and, I just it, the whole thing's just an eye roll to me. So I'll buy my token bag of candy. I do enjoy, I do enjoy seeing the kids. I mean that that part yeah. I do enjoy. I think little kids and their enthusiasm is is always fun. But also, like I've I've in always increasing amount of of kids that don't even put the effort into dressing up anymore. You know, yeah. so if you're gonna show up on my door in your you know your sweatpants and a t-shirt with a bag of candy and you can barely even say trick or treat, it's like hey bag bag pushed into my face it's like what are we even doing here like this is i don't know what we're training our kids to do you know so so i, I appreciate the, the the frustration but i just uh i think i think overall i just don't care about halloween so i i can't share your indignation i'm sorry i i just can't yeah, it's just it. a it's just a little weird and and i'm gonna say andy i did lean into buying the christmas stuff because i was i had fomo i had fear of missing out on yeah. like that 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 Christmas decoration that I was wanting to have, if I didn't get it today or last week, it, it was out. I mean, we're, it's it's tough. So, I mean, I was just really, it was interesting. I'm not a big Halloween person necessarily either. My, my little one really likes it. We're in a neighborhood that does like to sell, like they take these holidays pretty serious in, in some respects. I was never a big Halloween person other than handing out candy, never wanted to put up lights, but we do have a little inflatable thing out front and a couple of strings of lights. But um, this is a quite a cool neighborhood because they, they'll do it for everything. Like for Memorial Day, the the bunting will come out, you know, the yeah. red, white, and blue bunting will come out on the stuff and and all the flags are out. It It, it is great. They have a we have a Fourth of July parade for the kids and such, so it is really cool. And they do get into Halloween, so it's kind of like keeping up with the Joneses here. But, um, anyways, I I was just struck by that because I, I I was like, this is still, I mean, I think Halloween decorations actually started coming out in August. So I mean, it, it is it is a little weird, but commercialism it does sell, I guess. So hey, that's that that that's that's what America is all about, and I I love it. I love it. Go buy stuff and decorate away and. <laughs> have your neighborhood parades and i love it i, lo I love the neighborhood peer pressure too i, I, I like that you're decorating so there's nothing like neighborhood peer pressure that is for sure <laughs> all right andy that was at the top of my mind as i was going through things anything at the top of your mind andy dave you know there i wanted to share uh, you know we, we've been we, we, we've been talking about various number of political issues and you know i'm glad that we do if i can just go back to that a little bit we we, we mentioned recently uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who we're both uh, fans of, and by the way, I'm 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 really enjoying his his new book uh, right now. But um, you know, you were recently complaining about the the idea of you know Biden and Trump, you know, two older presidential candidates, the oldest in American history. And uh, Arnold was at a Wall Street Journal event. He was at the uh, Wall Street Journal Tech Live at Laguna Beach in California. And he said, you know, basically the, these two guys need to step aside and make room for a new generation of leaders. That was, that was remarks made on, on Monday of this week at the Wall Street Journal event. And, you know, I appreciate Arnold for his candor and, you know, always. And, and I think in these remarks, uh, it, it's kind of just jumped out at me. One, because you've been you know making a similar pitch here, but two, because, you know, 
the, the challenge, I want to raise this sort of issue for, for you and us to think about, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, government leadership, you know, those planning laws and legislation in the direction of our country, like the country and the future belong to the youth, right? So if, if your expiration date is coming up in the next five to 10 years, like, I don't know that you should be the person guiding our country into the future. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there, there's, there's, there's a merit to, to turning over the reins to those who are going to be affected by the decisions and, and consequences of what happens today, right? And the reality is, you know, it takes time for, for decisions to sort of trickle through and affect our country. And by, by, by the time a lot of things that Biden and Trump are running on, like really hit the United States, those two guys are going to be gone. And, and it's going to be, you know, our generation and the millennials and, and Gen Z, the, the, a, a great generation, which makes me really optimistic. We're going to be the ones picking up after these guys leave the world stage, if if the baby boomers and, and those two guys ever leave the world stage. So I thought it was, I appreciated Arnold's comments there. And I really think it's important for, for us as Americans and voters really think about like who we want to give, you know, leadership responsibilities to because I think it really is time to see a, a younger generation sort of lead this country, maybe in a different direction, hopefully in a different direction, to be honest. But but those that are going to live with the consequences of those decisions and, and, and actions should be the ones making those decisions and actions. And and can't wait if you're if you're if you're 80, you're not going to see the long term effects of, of you know whatever decisions are being made. So time to time to enjoy retirement you know go go, go, go. joe and, and donald need to go get a beach house together and a bungalow somewhere in bali bali and, and just take some time off together yeah well yeah i think it's a great point andy and, and you know my position here is i mean uh, look just look over the last week with both of these individuals i, I mean uh, biden was in israel yesterday in the video of him and look great he look i have nothing for against Biden. I, he, I think he's been a fine president. He's fine, you know, but, you know, he's out there and he looks old. I mean, he looks like, I mean, he looks like a Halloween character on some, on somebody's porch or something. I mean, it, it, it is tough to watch some of that. And, and, and Trump's the same way you hear him on the stump. And I, I guess when he's on a teleprompter, he's fine. But when he starts getting off on a teleprompter, you start really wondering, uh, about what 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 is really going on in, in those areas uh, and, and in his mind, you could say that for his entire life. But um, but the reality is, these people they're they're over eighty. I mean, we're we're at the point now where we really do need uh, a, a recharge on our political parties. Unfortunately, I think this the structure has been so geared that the people who have been in power for longer shape it so that they continue to stay in power. And yeah. until we put these term limits in, until we put these other uh, controls in place, it, we're going to continue to have this type of area. And it just just doesn't work. I, I mean, we gerrymander districts so that we we don't ever face stiff competition. We don't ever have real debates on the issues that allow people to to really focus on. Instead, we've we've shaped these districts so that they just reflect what we want them to reflect there's so many hardly competitive districts anymore in the on the house side this is where you get into some of these these type of uh, elected officials that come in and, and so it it is is challenging and, and i will challenge anybody go back to the early days of this country jefferson washington you know hamilton all the greats the the founding fathers 
they weren't 80 years old, Andy. They were, you know, 30s in their 30s, late 20s in some respects. They were young individuals who had inspiring ideas. And guess what? They built the great, you said it last podcast, they built the greatest document in the history of this world in the U.S. Constitution. I mean, think about all the things that have been built. The yeah. U.S. Constitution remains the pinnacle. Everyone strives for it, and yet nobody else has been able to do it. And it's a tribute to this country and, and all the great ideas and things that have happened here. But we need a we need an infusion, Andy. I think it's just it, it's time. We we just can't continue with the Mitch McConnells, the Chuck Schumers, who you know we can't continue the the Nancy Pelosi's, the any of these older individuals. Get they need to cycle them out. You, yeah. You've served your time. Thank you for your service. Move on. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And it's not to disparage them personally. I mean, thank you for your right. service to our country. You know, whether I agree with you or not politically or agree with your political antics or not. But I think you're right on. You talked about gerrymandering. You know, another area that, to be honest, Arnold was was a leader in um, yep. in California fighting gerrymandering. Haven't seen that success in other states around the country. Um, it's still a big issue. That hurts our country. Term limits, I think we've mentioned before on this podcast, a great issue. There's so many things that most Americans support that are, you know, messy Congress will simply not put into place um, because it's not in their interest, right? It's not in the interest of the two political parties. And there's going to be a time where we really got to either see, you know, leaders or a political party or governors who are really my hope take take action to force change upon Washington. And you know, unfortunately, we've got you know 50 governors, we've got 50 wannabe presidents, right? Almost every one of those gals and guys aspires to the white house so they they also do things sort of in their political interest but you know it's it's it, there's there's opportunity there at the state leadership level to to make a difference in these areas and, and do the right thing for our country so one way or the other i think we'll eventually get to a point where we can see some real progress in in you know better representation in our republic and really trying to live up to the ideals of our constitution we, we still have an amazing country you know we still have a lot of amazing people trying to serve our country but the political system, that that duopoly system, really hurts um, in so many ways. So, I can I can soapbox on that a whole lot, Dave. I'll save that for another day. But you know, good points being made in, in the uh, in, in the, the the post. I'll share you know with this podcast. I'll share some links here to gerrymandering and some other topics we just touched on. So I think they're good for folks to think about and listen about. So so thank you. And by the way, Dave, before we wrap up, I've got to commend you while we're talking Halloween and sports. The Orioles really take a Halloween colors and embrace them. Unlike most, there's not a lot of orange and black sports teams. So, hey, happy Halloween, Baltimore Orioles fans. Yeah, they do a good job. And I am in the I'm in my take October sweatshirt that I bought for the playoff game. And then I'm in my Orioles hat. And I think besides the Orioles, I think the San Francisco Giants are probably the only other team that, that really across sports that really is the black and orange. I think it's it's a it's a good look for the fall for sure. We've got we've got to give respect to the Bengals, right? The, the, the Bengals. Oh, there we go. Although Sorry. their white and black is way cooler, you know, their orange and black you like that. The white and black, I think it's cool. I think it's pretty cool. There's zebra stripes, I think, are pretty cool. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, staying with orange, because orange really it doesn't work on a whole lot of sports teams, right? All the Bucks, right? I mean, the classic Bucks that they wore this last week. I love those uniforms. But but the Browns, probably the most disgusting-looking sports team <laughs> in all of professional sports. I mean, I don't know how I don't know how a team leaves a city and they give them an expansion team and they recreate the absolute most disgusting franchise look in, in, in NFL history. Now, maybe the Cleveland fans really embrace it, but I mean, let, let's be honest, right? The name sucks. The uniforms suck. The team kind of sucks. I mean, like, like they're terrible. So maybe it's time for the Browns to, uh, 
to consider a, a serious facelift operation and, you know, get, get out of the uh, 1960s, maybe. Uh, Andy, the demographics just came in for our podcast and we, all of our listeners are from Cleveland. So thanks for alienating <laughs> those people, Andy. So hey, great city, great. <laughs> great. We, we watched, I mentioned this last week, I think we, we watched a game in Cleveland, fantastic fans, genuinely nice people, even to, you know, obnoxious Lions fans, which, which, which we were that day. <laughs> great, great. We had, had some really good meals, good looking city. And so, I mean, no issue with the city of Cleveland. I, I appreciate Ohio. I appreciate Cleveland. You know, again, a great American state, a great American city. I'm just saying the football team sucks. That's, you know. Well, there you go. So <laughs> before we alienate any other football fan bases, let's let's put a wrap on this one for the week. Andy, Eddie, just real quickly, anything you you got for a, a Friday, uh, Music Friday, New Music Friday, anything you got on your schedule? I'm, I'm standing by on a Thursday. I'm getting myself mentally and physically prepared to enjoy my New Music Friday. So I'll be diving into that tomorrow and we'll kind of see where it goes. There was, there was some good music last week. I don't know if, uh, you know, maybe not the most popular band, but last week, um, Empire of the Sun released a song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 some folks like them, some folks don't, but they, I think they've got a really cool and unique sound. So they they, they had a, a joint song came out last week that's uh, you know pretty decent AEIOU, brilliantly titled uh, vowel-based song. So yeah, we'll see what comes out this week. Yeah, well, there you go, Andy. Well, with that, we will put a wrap on this podcast for today and we'll put a wrap on our podcast for the week. Andy, look, hope you have a great weekend coming up and and hope you have a good, uh, we'll, we'll do a sports check-in and hopefully the Lions uh, come away with that one this weekend. So good luck on there. Thanks, Dave. I believe, I believe. We'll talk next there week. There you go. <laughs> All right, Andy. Uh, with that then, I'll see you next time. 